You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Flacco almost gets sacked. There he goes. Throws on the run. Caught inside the 30, inside the 20. Goes Jerome Ford. Still on his feet. Ford looking for the end zone. Gets there. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. What a performance. Last night, we are all wacko for Flacco. Also, like, is that that's the last Al Michaels game this year because he's not doing a playoff game. Yeah. Like, basically, did, did you hear the end of the game with him and Herb Street? I actually, like, like, I was I was so tired, and I think it I think at 37.20, I, like, to actually turned the TV off and went upstairs, and I wanted to watch Flacco in the postgame, and, like, I couldn't oh, okay. make it. I turned the game off, I, like, a minute and, like, 20 seconds to go, and, like, went upstairs and went to bed. It's like it's like Cowboys-Seahawks, where, like, when there's an award application, like, I, I like to watch the postgame show just to see, like, what they talk about and if they have the guy on the set and what happens. So, yeah, so it gets to the just It was just this very casual. They weren't even on camera. Like, it was, yeah, like, two minutes to go, first down, and I was just like, Hey, hey, like, good season, buddy. Good working with you. And Kirk was like, yep. It's like, all right, here's the most awkward ending to a season that you've ever seen in your entire life. Like, it was, it was, it was like perfect for the pairing, though. Like, it's just, they're, they're very, like, disconnected, you know? So it's just, there's, okay, yeah, see, see you next year, I guess, or something. Bye. I don't know. Yeah, I think whatever. I think they kind of like turned babyface for me at the end. The fact that like well, that's Al just doesn't get like a playoff them. game. I mean them with each other. I mean them like just in terms of their relationship. They're just they're kind of like two broadcaster ships passing in the night, basically. Like that's kind of all. Cool. It what is. His dog was in the. I liked I liked the dog being in the uh, in the booth. I was concerned they were going to miss plays, and I was like, please, please don't do this. Where like it's the what dog, you... and it's like, oh, and that was a first down. Because there well, was a chance the Jets have... were going to backdoor that game too. No, no, there definitely was. Well, I mean, right. if Robert Sala had like like one ounce of testicular fortitude, the Jets could have potentially the back well, and the had game. The sneak on fourth down, and they don't even. Dude, get he's it. such a loser, dude. He, <laughs> and dude, then it's he the is. He's, man on defense. he's he's such a loser. He is such yeah. and like everyone here locally, all everyone, and I'm sure it's true. I've never had a conversation with him. What a nice guy he is. That's what everyone says. Yeah. Like he's a stand up guy. He's a nice guy. He's like great to be around. He cares about people, and that's all really cool. And like that's the most important thing at the end of the day as a human obviously but like, as a football coach and a decision maker this dude is a grade a certified loser man like he's coming back next year because rogers they're gonna, likes they're gonna him have a big win total they have a big win total next year too and and the best part about it is like they could win the super bowl next year with rogers yeah. back so i'm not even saying they're going to be bad i'm just saying this guy sucks he, su- yeah. and he still might win because they'll they'll qualify for the DVOA thing too, which we did at the start of the year and we did like early on. Which we in the sim we can actually revisit because it's funny. It's like, oh yeah, like all those teams that we were like, this is the group of teams that go with. Yeah, they're all in. They all made. They're, they all made yeah, they're it, all. Yeah. They're all. <laughs> they like, all these are all the teams it. we're talking about. So 
hey, maybe in the next few years we could use this a little more, or you listening could use it a little more to make decisions. The Jets will qualify. I think they're like third in DVO. Well, maybe not after last night. I don't know how it updates, but they'll be like a top defensive team um, at the end of the season. And the idea will be the defense will be like top seven, top five. Quote unquote, you'll fix the offense, meaning you put Rodgers in, and then that'll solve that side of the ball. Maybe they get Devontae, to be fair. Like it could happen. Like they, yeah, like, like they it, might be really good next year. It's a reasonable case. It's the exact same case we made. They were like sixth or seventh in defense going into this year. It's the exact same case we made in the offseason. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, I just, if I'm, if I'm a fan of that team, and I guess like Rodgers coming back, like if he's so good, at, it almost doesn't matter. Some of these punts, man, just like, I, 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 yeah, I, I can't. What's yeah, worse, dog in the booth or Jason Kelsey in the booth for extended period? Oh, Kelsey of time? by a lot. The dog, the dog's like endearing. Like it's just a dog. Wait, who cares? You know. But just uh, my the I problem still can't was believe, like, what game was that that Kelsey was in the booth for? It for was like the one. It, whatever like the game was, that was oh, Patriots Steelers because I think that was supposed to be the worst one, right? I think it was before that. I think it was. I, well, I don't they, think it was that. They did recent. like four really bad ones. Uh, was it a Panthers one? I, it, you know what? It was Panthers Bears. There you go. Which was like <laughs> the, the week before Jason Patriots Kelsey Steelers, for, like two weeks before. For a quarter and a half in the booth during like, yeah. a, and it's like, what? Well, you're producing the game. You're like, this is going to be awful. How do we make it l- less awful? Well, let's have Jason Kelsey in the booth for a really long time. And then this one, I think they were going to have the dog in the booth anyway, no matter what, because it's the end of the year and Herb Street's dog has become a thing because he puts a lot of social media content out. Pretty cool to be able to just like go on a private jet and like take your dog everywhere that you go, by the way. It's pretty yeah. awesome. If I was a dog yeah, person, like, that'd be very appealing to me. I feel like his, I feel like his life's pretty good. God, God bless him. I wish Probably. they were calling a playoff game. I'm actually bummed they're not. Anyway, uh, anyway, the uh, Browns win last night and it was, uh, and it was really awesome. Uh, one bets on the game. Our futures bets aged really well with Flacco and Kevin Stefanski. Uh, we can like we can spin it forward to next week, or we don't have to because like we don't know what's going to happen in the Bengals Chiefs game and like the Jets Patriots game is going to be like yeah, a fake game. Both next games week. may not but matter. I think the Patriots will win because like if if the Ravens win, correct me if I'm wrong. If the Ravens win, the Browns just get the five and they don't have to play anybody next week. Let me see. I, I, I saw I every, every Browns reporter tweeted this today. Right. Like everyone tweeted it. Like basically just like if the if the Ravens win, they should rest everyone in Cincinnati. Um, so like, whatever. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I guess maybe I got the permutation wrong. But like, no, no, no. You're right. No, you're right because you, they because they you, have the tie. They have the tiebreakers over Miami and Buffalo because of conference. Right. Record. So the, the idea is like, if the I mean the Ravens are favored in the game, like we I don't I don't really want to talk about the two games next week, like almost at all yet, because <laughs> like because we're gonna like we're gonna have a Browns Bengals discussion. The line could be 17 points different than what we think it's gonna be. I mean, it just it's like what's the point, right? Do you want to do you want to do Patriots just just for a sec? Like why why are you? Is it just like because they always beat them? That's why you think the yeah. Patriots are gonna win? And and like where and like, is that I, game? I think Foxborough. What do you? Th- well, Simeon uh, is Wilson gonna start or is Simeon gonna start? I think Wilson's going to start. Because he'll finally be out of protocol. Uh, yeah. Stage four. So, like, I don't know. Like, that's that's some kind of sub-three point spread. I don't even know who's favored, but it's probably not three Patriots. either way. The Patriots will be favored. I guess if they get slammed by Buffalo, maybe it's like a pick. Are they favored? Uh, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet New England in the game. And like, what Belichick's potential swan song? He's gonna lose to the Jets. It's one of the great. It's a, it's a narrative bet, but it's a narrative that I feel very strongly about. Might just be like a pick. That's how I feel about some of these sim games when we come up. Like, okay, like you know, you'll say, "Well, I make this team one." And be like, okay, cool. Like, I 
something less than three. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't, I don't know. That's what this game probably feels like, too. I, I'll think about Maybe I'll think about the game next week. Uh, week 18, usually a really fun betting week, but it's not a fun betting week like a week in advance. It's a fun betting week like in the moment when you know all the information and like who's tanking and the permutations and stuff. That's what makes it really fun. Yeah, and so like like Cleveland has the conference tiebreaker basically, so like Buffalo right. and Miami can't pass them in, in turn as a wild card, which right. is which is big obviously because Cleveland won't have to go to Kansas City in the first round most likely. Yes, yeah, that the sort of uh, the musical chairs there with like the Bills, Dolphins, and Chiefs is like really really interesting in terms of who gets what spot and who has to play who, which we'll which we'll do later. Uh, you want to do awards just for a couple minutes? I guess I guess that makes the most sense then. Uh, all right, I, I mean, I think one award was clinched last night, but only one. And now there are just guys who are more likely to win for sure. Uh, I think Stefanski won coach of the year last night, uh, or at least like 99% of the time he did. I can't say 100 because like he could get like arrested tomorrow or something, and then people would probably vote for somebody else. Uh, but like, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier today and they said, hey, you know, like uh, <laughs> a bunch of people being like, I just bet more 200. I'm going to bet the 250s. I was just like, yeah, like I would do that too. I have been doing it and I was like, all right. Uh, you know, so somebody at some point was like, what do you think the fair price is right now? And I go, all right, well, to figure that out, tell me who you think can win still and what has to happen for that to happen uh, in coach of the year. And they said, do you have, and they, they were kind of like, what do you think? Like, do you have somebody in mind? And I go, well, okay. Like, let me, I'll tell you, I'll give you two that again, like one in a thousand kind of things or like just that, that these people would win. Uh, okay, I was like, all right, the first one is the Lions go win-win and uh, the Eagles and the Niners lose as like 17-point favorites to someone and the Lions get the one. And then maybe it's like a – and I go, even in that situation, so Campbell would be the coach, even in that situation, it just becomes a discussion at that point. It's not that Campbell wins. It just like isn't a sure thing that Stefanski wins. So like that – and there's a difference there. Like it's not like if that happens, Campbell wins. I actually think Stefanski would still win, but I think it would be close. I think it would be kind of interesting. Okay, but like think about the, the amount of outcomes you now need to create the competitor to Stefanski. You need Lions to win as a dog this week win as a small favorite the next week, like a reasonable favorite. They'll be like maybe less than a touchdown at home against the Vikings. And you need like an eight to one dog to hit in one of these like fake games at the end of the year. Like, do we even know if Kyler Murray's playing this weekend, by the way? Just like, I just again, there's like all, like you need so many outcomes. Okay, parlay all those together. That's the chance that guy had not even beats Stefanski, gets in the conversation. Like just makes it not a laugher. Okay, that's one. And I think the other one you would bring up is like if McDaniel closes win-win and gets the one by beating the Ravens and beating the Bills, okay, like he's a finalist for sure at that point, but like he's going to beat Stefanski? I think Tua would just win or Tyreek would just win or other Dolphins would win and there's just been too much attack. Like it's he's too far ahead with too few weeks to play and there are other ways to reward the Dolphins. McDaniel would be, I guess it would be kind of interesting there. Now that one's more likely to happen results wise, but I still think that's a really tough case to make. It feels like everyone made up their mind already and there's not that many games left. If they made up their mind in week 10, I'd be like, well, they haven't made up their mind, but they have. And uh, and I, I think it's, you know, like 95%, 98%, whatever. And the prices are starting to get to that kind of like big, big favorite range. And uh, and I think we'll be there really soon. If the Cowboys win on Saturday, we'll be there immediately following the conclusion of that game. Um, let me hit you with the devil's advocate here. I just to ask the question: yeah, Jags, so Jags lose lose to end the year. 
Houston and Indy both win this weekend. And by the way, I think what, what's going to be pretty likely will be next Saturday night, Houston and Indy play, and next Sunday sure. night, Buffalo and I Miami. That. I think that's not 100%, yeah, I but that. I think it's I think it's probable. So yep. Jaguars lose-lose, and the winner of Colts-Texans wins the AFC South. Sure. Yeah, so you're, you're going to uh, make a case for Ryans or Steichen in that situation. Uh, my, this is going to be subjective, right? Like, we don't know. Uh, my opinion, zero. Uh, zero. Zero for both. Uh, I think there isn't an improvement coach that can beat Stefanski. He's the improvement coach this year. Did more with less better than anybody else. There's not even a counter, I think, at this point. And how people feel. I think the only way he gets beat, and it's like a one in a hundred kind of a thing, is he, get be- he gets beat by a great team coach. We don't really have one of those, and we're not really going to have one. Um, you know, the Niners obviously lost two on Saturday or on Monday night. So, like, I think he has to get beat by the other kind of coach. That's how I would think about it. Like, if it's, like, the good story and the team out of nowhere, he he has the trump cards over everybody in that one, which is that's Sean Payton and Steichen and Ryans and uh, McVay and all these other, like, improvement coaches. Like, he's got the trump card on all of them, I think. Um, with how this is played out. But if it's like, hey, he improved the team a lot, but here's this monster team that's like a totally different kind of an argument. It's like an apples and oranges thing. I think that's how he would lose. Again, you're just you're just trying to create a case opposite something that's very likely. Uh, to me, like for all intents and purposes, he won the award, barring like a, a one in a hundred kind of a thing that I wouldn't really be betting on. So, so give us like a little bit on this and then let's do come back to close the segment. Stefanski at BetMGM right now is minus 275. Do you, do you think people should bet that? Or and answer the question with whatever context and nuance you think is appropriate. No, because people don't act responsibly when they do that. They bet too much versus how they bet on something normal. Like people bet like 20 bucks a game and they'll bet like $500 into that. And I don't want anybody to do that. So I can't okay. say yes. All right. So what about a comeback player of the year now where DeMar Hamlin is still the favorite. And I'll give the bet MGM prices. Hamlin is still my, uh, the favorite minus 155. And... Uh, Flacco now plus one fifteen. Baker is ten to one for comeback player of the year. Uh, as good a performance as you could have for a Flacco comeback player of the year case. Um, like really, like actually, just got fun interview on the field after the game for like twenty minutes with the crew too. That did the game him. for Amazon last night. It was like awesome. His kids were there too. Like it was just really cool. Like he's just the most likable person ever. Um, so you got a huge pop off that game and should. Uh, so now I, I think what's, and his case is at the finish line, which is the best part. His case, the case closed. Now, the other game results don't matter. He will be, uh, almost certainly a finalist for the award. Uh, he will get some amount of first place votes. We don't know how many, maybe one, maybe 50, whatever. Um, but his, he's at the finish line next week. Doesn't matter for him, like being considered for this award. Mayfield's really close to the finish line, but he's not quite there yet, which is the difference. Flacco, next week doesn't matter. Flacco's case is done. It's submitted to the judges. Like, it's over. And whatever he's going to be is kind of already, like, his part of it's already done. So that's what makes him a really appealing candidate is he's at the finish line already. Um, Mayfield can still win. And I actually think there's a sense among just, again, reading more and more stuff today especially going into the game last night, I think Mayfield was definitely ahead of Flacco in terms of more likely as a non-Hamlin candidate to win. Does, d- did Flacco's performance last night and the story and the narrative wrapped in that, did that change enough minds that maybe that's different now? We're never going to know. There's not like minute-to-minute polling on something this nebulous, right? So my best guess is Flacco's ahead of Mayfield, but I don't know by how much. It might not be very much. And if Mayfield wins on Sunday, it might go right back to kind of like they're both really good candidates. And now my only the only concern I have is they're both so good. 
are they going to just completely splinter this, which allows Hamlin to win? Like, they both get, you know, 10 to 15 first place votes and Hamlin gets 20, and it's too much to overcome with the other placing and stuff like that. It's possible, um, but now that's kind of the only way I'm thinking about the award. So, so for the people out there, and you and I talked about this off air earlier, if you have bet both Flacco and Mayfield and you win yeah. on both, you almost have to hope that Baker kind of falls on his face, right? To get all the Baker love and support. You'd like to have Flacco. one candidate. You'd like to have one candidate to take on Hamlin that draws all the votes for people it's that don't just, want to vote for Hamlin. So You'd funny. like to have that. It's I don't amazing. think you're gonna. I think it's I think it's too late, unfortunately, but there's also not really a bet to make right now. Like we're just you're in really good and let's talk next week, you know. All right. Well, we'll do more on this later in the show, but coming up on the other side, Will Brinson from CBS Sports talking week 17 and award thoughts as well on You Better You Bet.